All right, everybody, welcome to Hand Stamped Hosts, your podcast about HBO's show Westworld. I'm Scott, and below me, you will find both Ken and Sam. Guys, how you doing tonight? Hey, Good. hey how you doing? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. So, uh, Sam, before we get started, why don't you tell the good people where they can find us today? Nerdcyclopedia.com. That's where you're going to find all our links down to our different um, various media, social media channels, like um, Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Instagram, at Nerdcyclopedia. Make sure that you are emailing us your feedback at nerds at Nerdcyclopedia.com. We love to get your comments and um, get some of your feedback here, you know. We love the fact that you are subscribing to us yes. and also um, hitting your notifications on YouTube. Make sure that you're sharing our videos. Um, we, we definitely, you know, ramped up um, view, views um, for these past few weeks. Um, so we definitely appreciate that. Yeah. And most of all, just make sure that you're subscribing to our podcast as well. You know, on Apple um, Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. That's right, we're there, and we're also here. And we're here to talk about Season 3, Episode 6, Decoherence, which is sort of the, the back half. This is the back half of Westworld Season 3. Now, I've, I've heard tell rumors that they're doing a five-season a five arc for this show, so oh. we can anticipate that we're right at the halfway point, which means, okay. which means something very important. I was thinking about this over the last week. That data dump mm -hmm. that ended Episode 5 was the pivotal moment upon which the entire series turns, right? Because it's right smack in the middle. It's the thing that happens right at the end of the fourth episode of an eight-episode middle season, right? Really neat. Yeah, right. Said some neat stuff. Uh, Ken, what was your favorite thing you saw tonight? What was your, what was your most number one favorite thing? It had a lot of moments uh, to it, but I don't know. I like the... Uh... I like the car bomb scene. Yeah. It's like unexpected. I didn't expect uh, that little family to get annihilated like that. Uh, <laughs> annihilated. I mean, any, <laughs> any sort of violence on innocent human and child, uh, you got to notice. I mean, that was legit. That was pretty strong, hard, very hard. <laughs> but then I liked the T-1000 uh, <laughs> right. coming out of the flames and just saying, hey, okay, that was nice, and then the tear. So that yeah. whole thing had some of my favorite movie moment, moments in it. The explosion then Terminator, and then the tear, Blade Runner. Again, the robot having emotion and crying very very uh provoking now sam what did you think of the twist that have how um of how the delorei were outed here what did you think of the twist that it was because charlotte was too nice <laughs> she was too nice yeah, to charlotte's she, family she, she was pretty she, nice so so apparently you know the De, uh, delores slash charlotte has been um you know, maintaining these emotions and everything. And, mm -hmm. and Scott and I talked about last week about, you know, character, how, um, you know, the series is, is plot, plot, plot. Well, I've been talking about like um, how um, I wish that the character, you know, the character development has been a little bit better. This episode um, gave that twist, you know, with her mm -hmm. um, and also maintained a bit of character. 
with her. I mean, you know, throughout the episode, you're mm-hmm. in, you're in, you're in there with, you know, um, Charlotte, you know, mm-hmm. um, slash the Dolores. Um, but because she's maintaining that emotion that she didn't expect to to have, you're 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 sort of like feeling this, um, you know, this this empathy for her, you know, of actually caring for her, um, you know, actual family and kid and everything. You know, Sarah was saying you would have never, you know, heard Charlotte, you know, actually make a um, call or care about her kid like that. So she never would have it, cared about her child. She never would have cared about. So it brings you to that last scene, you know. Where you know, like Kim was saying, uh, so unexpected how that just you know explosion just happened because right there you were in the moment and right before the explosion happened, she said, "I will take care of you. I will you know save you guys. I will um you know you you I will take care of you basically." Then all of a sudden everything oh, just blows oh, up, just blows oh, up, and, and I'm like I'm thinking about the kid in the car, you know, um, <laughs> right. you know her husband and everything. I'm like, man, this is some cold shit. You know, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a, 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 a good twist and the character v- development that I've com- been complaining about um, for this past season and everything has really uh, was really brought, you know, as good, really good character moments for this episode. Yep. A, just some, a lot of really cool stuff here that happened, you know, uh, off the top of my head, you know, for me, the coolest thing was absolutely the that revelation that real Hector was coming, right? That, that this help, this extra stuff that Maeve was talking about was actually Hector. And they were going to bring him on. And it was like this, this incredible tease, like one of the best teases of the show has ever done where it's just like such a misdirection. Cause you know, you're not going to get Hector. You're just not, it's just so, so, so upsetting at the end of this episode. Uh, but I always love, I love seeing Hector. I think Hector rules. Um, awesome. How about this? How about, um, everybody's favorite riot robot, being activated here at the end of this episode to do some oh, yeah. Overwatch protection. Yeah. Building itself. It yeah. built itself off the shelf. It built itself <laughs> off the shelf. Subroutine <laughs> was run, and it fucking built itself. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it reminded me of something from RoboCop and, um, I think, Terminator Salvation. You know, those... I forget the type of robots, you know, they, they call them, but... Mm-hmm. The, the the robot that um I guess the robot that Robocop was fighting in one of the Robocop movies, it definitely reminded me of that. When that was just that was a razor. That was a that was a men's Gillette razor was the <laughs> what they, that's what they used for that thing and then they put okay. legs on it. Yeah. That was, how about the, the i love the wrinkle of that the, the last group of three dudes that ran up on that riot robot the middle guy just booked it <laughs> he just ran uh, he just ran yeah. away he was like uh-uh nah, I, I don't he have a chance better. with with this thing you know Ooh. yeah I, I love how she activated and called you know called it you know to a rescue and everything they've been pretty much teasing and plotting that like um, foreshadowing that since like what the second episode, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you right. know that this is this is how it's going to be used, and it was very effective. I love the um the the special effects that um that uh, Westworld just has some great special effects. Period. Great set design. The the burning host, the in like the the inside of of uh, of Charloris, you know what I mean, being on Star-Lord. fire and looking at it like it's three dimensionally burning was really a great effect. This is such a great effect. Yeah. Uh, excellent work, and those guys are work. They worked with the people from Game of Thrones. They're all the same, you know. They're all pretty much in the same like uh, yeah. like HBO school. spends money. That's right, and and that's what that's what we love about them. 
they're free about throwing the cash around. That's that's how we get epic stuff, and that's really really stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about the man in black or William Ed Harris. Oh yeah, you know uh, the Apollo thirteen dude. So he is in this asylum, and we know from season two that what's going to happen is like he's going to lose his mind. If he loses his mind from being uh, a replica, then it'll make sense if he's already in an asylum. And they do some of that. Um, there's some of that body torture stuff where they put his implant in. Ugh, that's like the screws and stuff. That, yeah, that was rough. that was really rough. What, what did you guys think about? And then this is so William has this. That, that, that's what Caleb had in his mouth. Yes. Right? Yes. Military okay. grade. A military grade does. implant. He still does. Mm-hmm. He still he has. Still does. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Just making sure. That's still there. So. So William's crazy, and he gives that big, long monologue about how the world is a corpse, and we're maggots in this corpse, and the guy's like, what is the, what the fuck is the matter with you, man? <laughs> but then he does this thing where he holds up his hand, right, and it's got that, that mitten on or that glove on, and he itches at He itches, like, right here, right? Right here. He's itching this, and then that's gone, right? So he's got an itchy trigger finger, but it's missing. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Now, that's a little heavy-handed. Yeah. Um... A little bit. Of, that's yeah, a bit of a little Nolan esque. But I also like the note, like uh, that that car flip, the car explodey flip, and then some dude walking away. It was very Dark Knight esque. So that reminded me of yeah, that movie. Yeah, that, that definitely Chris Nolan. Yeah. You know, Chris Nolan. It getting some know. some stamps. <laughs> some stamps. Um, so solo therapy was an interesting thing with with William with the Man in Black, arguing with different versions of himself. I wonder what the point, what their actual point of what they were trying to do is. <laughs> like, I wonder what they were trying to get at. Because obviously it wasn't murder, you know, it wasn't murder yourself as a child, although that would be cathartic, I guess. Like, He's the only one that's left that's actually, actually human. Well, well, yeah, I mean, he's fighting with these multiple personalities of himself. So so William had that that, uh, foreign protein detected thing pop up, that popped up on, you know, when they tested his blood. And yeah. Bernard is there at the end. Yeah. Bernard shows up yeah. to get him, yeah. get him out, yeah. cut him loose. Yeah, which just seems that was um that was different. I mean, I I didn't expect uh, Bernard's interactions with uh, William have been real minimal. <laughs> yeah. You know, so to to see him there, that was very that was a little, little, little a bit of a twist too. But he got his remote back, so he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he wants. He could just now. be like, "Poop your pants, click," and you do it. You'd be like, "I don't know. I just had an urge, had an urge to do it." Yeah. That's what you know. Figured, like, why not? <laughs> so quarantine to poop my pants. So we we got a lot more action and a lot of like weird, like it's weird to have an episode of Westworld that you know has has essentially taken place in time synchronicity with the rest of the the other stuff that's going on in a see it is in the series, and and that it really makes this this information dump, just dump. just absolutely, absolutely awesome. Uh, this let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about the therapist. So we see this therapist, mm-hmm. well-adjusted therapist. And what's interesting about the inside information, did you see what her information said? Like multiple affairs with patients will lose medical license. Really? Addiction. Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, she she was uh, like typical, typical therapist. Yeah, all, they're like, all what? like that. I mean, they're all like that. 
Yeah. Or a real shady, yeah. shadiest group yeah. of people okay. you can think of is really therapists. Uh, just kidding. We we respect we respect mental health professionals here. Uh, <laughs> but it's interesting. And how about that man? That scene where she where, where she kind of walks across the desk and this kind of keeps walking. Then, that, yeah, that was beautiful. That was as good as red in Shawshank. It <laughs> was a great suicide. A <laughs> good, a great. Really, really <laughs> excellent. Cool just really excellent work on that suicide HBO. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. uh, what I want to say uh, about um, about this therapist is this is exactly what the host did in, at the end of season two, right? It stepped up onto this big long like uh, like um, ramp and stepped off mm-hmm. the edge of the ramp into the world beyond, which was which is right. seemingly very very metaphorical for death. And in this case, right. we see the same action resulting in the same thing, which reinforces that previous. Uh, a previous symbolism and seeing it happen to right. a human who's just sort of caught in the wheels, you know, it, whoo-wee. what wonders why, yeah, why you would yeah, allow, yeah, that, that, why you would allow secrets and in, in, at all in the first place. Like what would the point have been of letting people have secrets at all? Right. This would eventually have just led to this sort of an instance where people discover these secrets. Cause you can't keep that stuff and, forever. And, and, and that's why, um, you know, it, I wish maybe, you know, it would have been more expansive. It, this is the first time we've seen the therapist. Mm-hmm. If we had seen like, you know, a bit of her life to lead up to that moment and everything, you know, to get like a bigger impact from that. I mean, the event itself and the um, suicide was great, <laughs> but, um, but no emotional impact, you know? Um, well, well, they showed, so the, the idea was that, they were all on the train with showing the rails, right? So we knew that was happening, but we didn't actually see what happened. That was the first person that we saw the effect. So she all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, showed. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as much as much as as much as what the plot, you know, plot dump and you know everything that's going on and everything for them to add that tidbit and have that uh, bit of connection with her. I guess was good for what the for what the show is for what it was you know actually you know showing us and um like I said this episode had had more character development in it than um pretty much any episode this season so far. well here's here's what this really does is it prevents Dolores from putting on a white hat she can't do it she's hurting these people it's not a full it's full stop on yeah. it's happening and we can't forget that because. Dolores says she's a freedom fighter, but releasing all of this information is having this cataclysmic effect. I mean, multiple people are saying nobody's here, like at Williams um, in his his, uh, his, his uh, asylum, right? Nobody's here. No, half the people are gone. They're saying that when they're taking his blood. And things just seem to be just, just shutting down based on all this information that's come out. Uh, I... it's, it's, it's too much for everyone. You know, um, um, if we if we could get a like, little bit more, you know, in depth on how it's really effect well affected, we see how it affected the therapist. It's just too much information and too fast. And this this is this was an example of how you know um, you know the reaction was. You know, we get we see the therapist you know commit to suicide, um, and Dolores, you know, I don't know if she realizes that this was the effect that was you know what mm-hmm. did, but Nevertheless, it's it's what's going on, you know. 
world is in chaos right now. Mass chaos. It's like an opposite rapture <laughs> where all the people that are slightly bad are all getting their comeuppances all at once. No delay. Just today. You're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. hitting you yeah. right now. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like a, like a light Here's switch. a weird question. Here's a weird question. This is, this is something I was just thinking about. We were talking about all this stuff the therapist was doing, right? And it's almost like, ooh, maybe she deserves it a little bit, but not really. Uh, you know, here, here's, here's what I, here's what I was thinking. Um, oh man, I lost it. I lost my train of thought. Hold on a second. Sam, what were you saying just now? Just real quick. What were you saying? Um, how Dolores, you know, maybe was thinking, um, you know, she, she really didn't know how things were going to be, how, how things were going to, uh, affect There's divergence, her, the know, Dolor uh, divergent Dolores is, is what I wanted to say. Yeah. That's that's it. Sorry. So the divergent Dolores is so we have Dol Dolores Prime, who's sort of the Dolores that's spun up, and we know that this is like we see the pearl, right? This is not one of the Doloreses that was copied and brought out at the end. They found her pearl somewhere in in, in Westworld and spun her back up to use you know to use ultra carbon just because it's easy. Uh, this says a lot about uh, about the evolution of these beings, right? Their experiences are changing them. Their memories are changing them. So Charlotte has different priorities or Charlotte has different priorities than the Dolores that's with Caleb, who has different priorities than the Dolores that Charlotte just grabbed up out of the, out of the vat pretty much. Right. Uh, right. Interesting stuff. And the way that they've shown how this one character can be expressed in different ways and, and still evolve over time is, is so interesting. Uh, I yeah. really like that a lot. Sorry guys. I don't know what happened to me there. Uh, my bad, my bad. Um, what do you guys think about, what do you guys think about, um, Maeve's, why was Maeve back? Like, why did she kill all those dudes <laughs> in the war set, in the war game, right? Like, she knows she's in Call of Duty 500, right? So why'd she kill all those Germans? It's sort of weird. Either why I mean, the, the, uh, an excuse for her to be a badass. Yeah, you know, it's something being, fun. Yeah, I mean, it was a fun scene. You know, so I, like I'm, I'm always down for a good Mave, you know, yeah. Mave scene and everything. And she was pretty much, um, she was pretty much on point in her, um, you know, activities there and everything, mm -hmm. displaying her powers in the simulation. You know, of course, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just trying to figure out and and the nit will trying to get, um. Get get some backup for her, you know, um, just just the same way Dolores has, you know, she's trying to get help. Ciroc is Ciroc real or not? What do you guys think? Is he actually real? Does he have a physical okay. body? Yes, he's real. They, in fact, the last episode, the last week's episode with him and his brother, proved that because they were legit humans, selfish, rich spoiled rotten kids that because of this whatever happened the the apocalypse the armageddon that threw them into this hate of technology right mm -hmm. so they wanted to build something that would actually they could actually control and take over the technology so they built the hyperdome or whatever the what what, what do they call that thing the rohabom the rohabom mm -hmm. right so they built that but then his brother was had went had a problem had a mental which I missed. I'm not sure I understood what was going on with his brother. He did uh, testing on him, nuclear testing or something, and kind of drove him crazy. I guess because he was locked up in a. Oh, that's prison. right. Ken wasn't here last week. I forgot. I already mm -hmm. forgot. 
you weren't here to talk with us about that weird stuff that was going on with his brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly feel like it would be unlike Westworld to play that so literally. For that to be exactly what's going on and for there to be no misdirections whatsoever and no like metaphorical talk about fixing and broken. For that to all be legit would be kind of un-Westworldy to me. So, so it makes oh, me want to peel, peel the <laughs> onion layer, right? Yeah. It's almost like you know a show like this where it's a puzzle box and wants you to peel the onion. At a certain point, is just showing you a basic heist. Is that is that just is that subverting an expectation? At a certain point, it does. Uh, Sammy, what do you think? Is Ciroc is Ciroc real or is Ciroc a projection? Totally. Does he have? Is there a real Ciroc? I believe he's real. You know, it's it's um they're they're trying to you know misdirect you. You know, then he's like a simulation of an, in a simulation or whatever, or a, or a projection of a projection. Um, when when that whenever you know Charlotte was trying to shoot him and you know he just disappeared and then they cut to the scene where you know he took off his headset and everything and said, okay, go get her. Um, so. <laughs> So I, I mean that direction. I think I think he's real. You know, um, I do too. Yeah, I'm thinking he. I'm thinking he's real. I'm the Minority Report. <laughs> then I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think he's all real. Right. I don't think he's okay. real at all. I think he's fake. Chelsea. I think he's fake. He's a projection of Rohabom. The brother thing is a metaphor because I'm telling you, man, it's going to turn out to be previous versions of the software. I've been looking a lot into the uh, the name Rohabom. And what, what okay. that means. So Rohabom was Solomon's son. And Solomon was known as Solomon the Wise, right? Everyone knows him from the cutting a baby in half. That's like the, the story, the Bible story that everybody knows about King Solomon, right? He's wise, gave good counsel. Rohabom was his son and, and presided over a division of the kingdom of Israel into Israel and, and Judea. And he was the, the first king of Judea, so he was the first king of the of the of like the northern part of the non, I think where uh, maybe Jerusalem was in. Anyway, they partitioned the kingdom, and so he was like the the ruler of a, a diminished Israel, a diminished kingdom. Um, so the name Rehoboam it doesn't exist really anywhere else. I mean, that's a name I had to look up. I had to Google what it, how they pronounce it, how to spell it, what it mean, what it what it was. It, it couldn't have been picked. Uh, it couldn't have been picked accidentally. And, you know, I was thinking back to the trailer, and there's this, this stuff where they talk about the Solomon build, right, being in 2039. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Solomon is Rohoboam's father. Not his brother, not produced. So Solomon produced Rohoboam, right, in, in, the, in the begat <clears throat> sense, right, in the biblical sense. So if Rohoboam had the same parents as Solomon, then you would expect you to be named like Solomon's brother, not Solomon's son. Hmm. Ah. Uh -huh. That's what I got this week. Unless somebody just liked the way that word sounded. <laughs> it sounded super cool. And let, let's call this uh, Cylon Eyeball. <laughs> Cylon Walking Struck. Eyeball 15, the movie. Yeah, I got it. Let's call it Roboam. <laughs> hey, I don't know where that came from, but a couple of us were sitting around smoking joints, and uh, <laughs> someone brought out a Bible, and they said, hey, let's call it this. Because, of course, there's nothing, there's nothing that high people like to do more than pull the Bible out and start quoting your scripture. And being like, look, here yeah. you got Acts hey, all wrong. You got it all wrong. Unless this Pentecost was 50 days after the Ascension. Well, was it after the Ascension? And, then, you know, that's what people that smoke weed do. We know that. We're on to you, <laughs> pot smokers. We're on to you. 
We make it up. Yeah. And then go to make church. And then they go to church. Just like all the good all the good parts of it. Uh, I'm excited about this show because it is it's found a, a way to sort of recapture our attention, right? This isn't some sort of like torture porn show like it really looked like it was going to be at the very beginning. Uh, the first episode, it looked like... Well, no, not, not so much torture porn. I mean, I mean okay, it, not, it hostile, was, not hostile. Not hostile. No, <laughs> no. It, it, it was um, it was like, oh, okay, where is this show going? You know, it was some stuff in there, plot plot dumps, you know, that are just, were just kind of just like hitting you over the head and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm. But I, I, like I said, I think this episode is, it found its footing a bit more. You know, and I'm excited to see how these last two episodes are going to play out. You know, this the twist at the end didn't see that coming. Great way to end off the episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I like. I uh, the, I do. You guys think that there was that a second Mave? That's a second Mave, right? They're making Mave copies now, right? That's what that's what it's they did. New, it's a new. It's probably improved too. Oh. Uh, better hair. Better hair. <laughs> I, yeah, I love her reaction. Ooh, look like I got another improvement. <laughs> yes, yeah, I got an extra. <laughs> like, like, it, like it was a level up in the she game. Goes, they gave me know? an extra gift. <laughs> it's a loot crate. <laughs> right, right, right. Crate. Or, or, or one of the, the, the they should have played that music from Mario Brothers or whatever. Or no, no, it's the Legend of Zelda. You know, whenever you get like a power upgrade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one or that one. That's good. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of video gamey stuff afoot, even in in the simulation reality. There's a lot of video gamey stuff. Caleb's reality has Grand Theft Auto missions. Yeah, I mean, literally, yeah, pretty much. Right? Sign up for a Grand Theft Auto mission, shoot a businessman in the head, and walk. I mean, that's it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really that's, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, no. when we saw, Sorak has this watch, and it has the Rohoboam screen on it. And I think what's interesting is as you go kind of through, you see. These are this black area is increasing, right? The shadow area where it can't see, right? It's so big, and he buys the stake in Dallas, and all the possible outcomes shrink down into like that circle just shrinks. It's such an interesting little visualization. Uh, I wonder if you can get ahead of this. Of this, I wonder if you know. I want to me. I wonder if we're not seeing Maeve go through a Groundhog Day situation, right? Whether we're not seeing her wake up and try to do different things to stop Dolores because Rohaboam is simulating everything out to try to figure out what Dolores will do. And he figures, the only way to do that, I can't simulate what the host does and how the host thinks, so I have to bring another host in to interact with it, and that's that's kind of what it is. So it could be that so, too. So, so, so Maeve hasn't... So we haven't seen Maeve outside of the simulation since say, she, she got shot that one episode, right? We had never she, seen her outside the simulation. And never she and that was that was and I was just gonna say that that exactly right Sam she has not ever been she's always been in a simulation always running the game always which is, which is sort of like obvious for her and you wonder if the twist in season three is it is it obvious it's not as obvious for everybody else but it's true every the simulate the highest level we've seen is still a simulation in that in that universe it's not prime reality uh because everybody's a host. Everybody's a physical embodiment of a living person at another level of the simulation, right? Just like right. the host would be a, a, an embodiment of a simulation. The hosts are like the embodiment of, of intelligences below that level of simulation. 
and humanity in this world is like embodiment of those intelligences that come from above this level of the simulation and they meet in the middle and it's kind of this weird dichotomy that's interesting that is technically true about the actual fictional thing we're looking at as an artistic you know if you're talking about this critically as an artistic thing then that's also true because it's the same thing right people come in different characters coming from different levels yeah so m much like in postmodernism we say you see the postmodern sublime you can see uh, the puppet you can see their strings uh the the denzians of westworld and the and the the universe of rohoboam and dolores uh are now being shown their strings a little bit they're now yeah. being Pinocchio. shown yes that they are now are they have the the choice to make do you want to have do you want to go back to being a puppet or do you want to be a real boy right <laughs> would you like let me ask you this if after coming out of the whale like would they if they would have said pinocchio let's go back to being made out of wood maybe he takes that deal he's you know he's a, he's a donkey you know he's, he just had to set a fire up in and a, and a whale to get sneezed out geppetto's worried uh not such a terrible deal but of course for our host geppetto's dead <laughs> Geppetto, you murdered Geppetto at the end of the first season, so yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of, lot of great action this episode. Um, I mean, the Char Charloris was you know badass, you know throughout and everything. Um, and yeah, yeah, she 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 was doing it. She was she she was pretty much like Dolores, yeah. you know. And as we know, she has parts of Dolores in her and everything. So um. We got to see, you know, Dolores in, um, you know, in the simulation with May, you know, um, you know, telling her um, because they haven't really spoken this season. Right. No, uh, it's probably the first. Yeah. yeah, this is like the first time we see them actually speak, you know, well, talked, you know together. And when Dolores, the swordsman, right, Musashi Dolores, they talked a little bit. But this is like, but this is Dolores okay. Prime. This is the Dolores who's. This is the pearl that was inside the Dolores that copied all the Doloreses, right? That got shot because mm -hmm. like, Dolores was shot in the head, right? And then the copy of pearls are what's in the Dolores body and the Charlotte body, and the mm -hmm. Musashi body or the whatever body, and the dude over at Insight, mm -hmm. everybody's body. So uh, I'm excited to see where they where they're going with the rest of this because you know it seems like they could choose to do a lot of different things with it. And to get to a point, you know, 20, 26 episodes in where there's a lot of directions they can take it that would make sense and a lot of ways to close that aren't going to make me mad, which is I, something <laughs> that I'm evaluating my shows for now. <laughs> is there a way for you to get out of this without me being upset? That's like the number one thing. <laughs> the number one thing. Well, well you, 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 when, when you said in the beginning about them doing five seasons, I'm, I'm already just like, wow, what is season four going to be like? Where, where are they taking this? I mean, we're, whew. yeah, we'll, we'll see how these last two episodes are going to end it because I'm very highly curious on how they're going to do another season, another two seasons. It's almost like humanity's been on bumper bowling, you know, this whole time, and Dolores has had to bowl without the rails, and then she just took the rails away. Mm. Now you can. This is it. This is now you. You can't <clears throat> manipulate the same way. Uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts before we let the good people go. Ken, what, what's your what's your fine final takeaway this week? Well, I think um, now we're seeing a uh, like a Bernard William and what, what's the uh, what's the cyborg's name? His his bodyguard. The least favorite Hemsworth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I think they're so. 
I was thinking at first it was going to be sort of a Dolores like Groundhog Day type of thing at the end, you know, where the whole thing was just a was just a blip in just her programming. Maybe she was trying different algorithms through this whole thing, but it actually was just her running her little code. But now I think I see the, just the glint in Bernard's eye when he looked at William and said, OK, we're good now. Come on. We got you. I think they're going to be the heroes and somehow. Yeah. They're going to pull all this together, figure it all out, destroy Sirach, and take over the uh, the sphere and destroy it, and then all the humans will be free. It'll be like a real Matrix, like waking up from a deep sleep type of thing, and the humans will be back to being human. Sam, final thoughts. Yeah, um, I mean, um, Bernard's appearance in this episode with um, the Man in Black was a little of something to throw in there to, to, to sort of twist things up and everything. So my theory is about Maeve and Dolores, you know, combining the, the team up against Ciroc and everything, it may not happen. <laughs> so, you know, it may be end up being like Ken said, Bernard and the Man in Black going up against Ciroc and, you know... Um, it it, 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 it it throws off my theory a little bit. So, um, yeah, like I said, like I said before, I love the way the episode ended off with the twist. And I'm curious to see how these last two episodes are going to play itself out. I think for me, the, the pivotal moment of this episode was Dolores murdering Hector. Dolores smashing Hector's pearl because that ensures that there will be no peace between Dolores and Maeve. It is not possible anymore uh, for them to come to a negotiated peace. So there will be a fight, no matter what. There will be a victory. It will not be a settlement. And, yeah, that and was that, a stake in the ground there. Mm-hmm, and that is exciting uh, in and of itself. All right. All right. So that's what we got for Westworld Season 3, Episode 6, Decoherence. Sam, before we let them go, tell them where they can find us one more time. Nerdcyclopedia.com Central. Make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us all on social media, nerdcyclopedia.com. Make sure that wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure that you're subscribing to us at Handstamp Host, a Westworld podcast. <laughs> that's right, guys. So that's right. Handstamp Toast. So with that, we'll sign off here. Handstamp Toast. We're out of the park. And we will see you when we see you. And we'll be back here next week for episode three. Uh, I'm sorry, season three, episode seven. <laughs> we, we did episode three previously. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Be safe. Oh, man, that was funny. All right, good podcast. Oh, man, that was funny. All right, good podcast, guys. Nerd Cyclopedia.